time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Reengineering Your Finances. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Charles Weldy, founder and certified financial planner at CP Weldy Group, serving you in the Delaware and Chester County areas with an office in Chad's Ford, PA. Find us online at cpweldygroup.com. Charles, great to be with you this week. How are you, my friend? Walter, I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm doing real good. It's Thanksgiving week, and uh, you know I'm all excited. It's my favorite holiday. How about yourself? Yeah, at the time that we're recording today's show, you'll be uh, getting ready to be stuffed. By the time we're releasing it to the public, you'll still be stuffed, most likely. <laughs> um, now, I'm ready to visit family. This is my favorite time of year, of course, and now looking ahead to the end of the year and all the festivities and travel and visiting with family that that will bring with it. So, yeah, it could, couldn't be happier this time of year, that's for sure. That's great. Yeah. We've got a great show on the way for folks today. We're going to be talking about some unreasonable expectations or perhaps handling unreasonable requests. And I think this should be kind of fun, Charles, because I want to approach this from a little bit more of your perspective. Now, certainly none of our listeners are going to fall into this category of folks who make unreasonable requests to you. But I do want to talk about what happens when we hear some of these requests from folks in the financial world, explore what makes these things unreasonable, and what proper expectations should look like instead, and how that ultimately puts together a better financial plan. I think people will see the direction we're going here with this first example. So do you ever ever, uh, have anybody walk into the office, Charles, and say, you know, I want to get some bigger returns on my money with little to no risk? They kind of want to have both sides of that equation. Yeah, well, I think everybody wants that. You know, hey, let's get the highest return with the least amount of risk or no risk. But the reality of it is, is risk is all around us. I mean, I recall years and years ago going to a a Nick Murray seminar in New York City, probably like 20 years ago. And uh, he had said something that stuck with me forever. He said that there's no such thing as no risk. You're either going to take risk today for safety and security tomorrow, or you will take no risk today and you will not have safety and security tomorrow. So there's no such thing as no risk. And when I look at risk, I mean, let's face it, if people want to really make the best returns, more than likely they should put the bulk of their assets in stocks because historically stocks have outperformed fixed income and fixed income has outperformed cash. So my mantra is stocks will get six, you know, just as a ballpark figure, fixed income will get three and cash will get one. And with those parameters, you know, six, three and one, who wouldn't want all their money in stocks? And the reason why people don't put all their money in stocks, Walter, is because of the volatility of stocks. So, um, you know, kind of, you know, kind of to bring this, uh, you know, to a close, there's no such thing as no risk. Uh, If you have your assets structured properly and your income structured properly, you'll be able to take the right amount of risk to optimize your income and your portfolio. And that's really the, the basis of financial planning. This is sort of that, uh, you know, uh, having your cake and eating it too sort of scenario when you want to have all those big returns and, and no risk. And as we should all know, during the holidays, trying to eat cake and pie and all those kinds of things, you just can't do that. You can't have your cake and eat it too in, in some of these situations. <laughs> Good analogy. I mean, the reality of it is, is you better have an exercise bike in the house. There you go. There you go. That's, and that makes for a good plan to make it through the holidays, right? Uh, all right, let's try, uh, tackle another one here, Charles. So let's say that somebody comes in and they say, hey, can you reduce your fees for me? So they're not saying, hey, find the fees that my plan's costing me, but they're saying, right. hey, can you do sh- reduce your fees for me? How do you handle a request like that? 
Well, I mean, obviously, a financial planner does, you know, a wealth of things for clients. And, you know, if someone asked me to reduce my fees, I would just say, well, what do you want me to leave out? You know, I mean, I do tax planning. I do income planning. I do annual reviews. I send out market commentaries. Um, you know, I'm available to answer questions. And the way I look at it, Walter, is like, look, a good financial planner, he or she, will most likely, if they were on an hourly basis, charge 250 to $300 an hour. So what I try to do is I try to make sure that my fees are reasonable, that, hey, you know, I'm looking at the time that I'm spending on an account, and it's got to be profitable. I mean, obviously, if an account is not profitable, it doesn't, you know, do me any good. It doesn't do the client any good because I'm not going to spend the time that they need in order to get them to where they want to go. So, um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned this because about two weeks ago in the Wall Street Journal, there was an article about, hey, you know, it might not be fair to charge an, a an asset under management fee of 1% because you might have a client that has $300,000, 1% of $300,000 is $3,000. That would be my compensation. Or if a client had $3 million and you're charging 1%, 1% of, of $3 million is $30,000. And, you know, the story goes like, hey, what are you doing for the $3 million client that you're not doing for the, you know, $300,000 client? But the reality of it is, I mean, I buy some of that argument, and obviously, as people have more assets under management, the fees are you know, somewhat lowered. You know, they call them tiering, you know, tiering structures. But the reality of it is, if you had a million-dollar house and you had homeowners insurance, I'm sure your premium would be a lot higher than someone that had a, a half a million-dollar house. Their homeowners insurance premiums would not be as you know steep. So the reality of it is, we try to you know, charge proper fees. And when somebody says, can you reduce your fee? Nah, you know, I'll listen to them. But the reality of it is, what do you, what service do you want me to cut? You know, I, and I have to make a certain minimum to uh, maintain profitability. Yeah. And uh, I look at it too, of are you focusing on the right kind of fees in that question? Because often the fees that your portfolio is costing you, perhaps unnecessary fees inside of that portfolio, may be the thing to uncover and reduce in a more efficient and effective manner. So good point. Um, another good, point. good thing to look at as well. Just something I thought about a moment ago as you were answering that question, Charles. Uh, by the way, if you have questions, want to talk to Charles further about things that we discuss here on the show, topics that you want to bring up, if you want to meet for a one-on-one -on -one review of your financial plan, talk about how to save money on taxes and all of these other things that are involved in retirement planning, reach out. 610-388-7705 is the number, or you can go to cpweldygroup.com to get in touch. And we'll put the contact info in the show notes of today's show. All right, another question for you here, Charles. If somebody walks in and says, how can I get out of paying taxes on the money in my IRAs and 401ks? Is that a uh, unreasonable request? No, just don't give it all to charity. <laughs> all right, well, that'll work. I mean, yeah, the charities won't pay any taxes, but by and large, you know, just about everyone that has IRAs or 401ks has a tax partner in Uncle Sam. And, you know, realistically, uh, you know, what we do and what a lot of planners should be doing if they, they're not currently doing it is they should be quantifying their, their client's tax liability. So, for instance, Walter, if I had a client with a million dollars, I don't see a million dollars. I might see that on their statement, but I had this deferred tax obligation roughly of 25 percent. We'll call $250,000. So I'm constantly trying to balance, hey, should they wait to pay? Should they prepay? If they prepay, how much should they prepay? And what's you know really exciting is I have this software that really can 
you know, really determine like, hey, strategic Roth conversions, when should we do them? How much should we do uh, based on what criteria? And the bottom line is that um, you're never going to get out of paying taxes unless you give all your money to charity. And most people aren't going to do that. But you really have to look at your after-tax balance in your accounts. And most people aren't doing that currently. Uh, and if they would do it, they might find an opportunity to minimize or possibly eliminate their tax burden in the future. So it's really a critical like strategy is to look at your after-tax income. And the reality of it is most people aren't doing that. They're just you know growing, accumulating. And um, you know if they were to be more aware of their uh, deferred tax obligation, they might be reallocating some of that money to other other venues. Great points, Charles. All right, one more that I want to tackle here as we talk about uh, these different questions that you might get in the office. Are they unreasonable requests? What should proper expectations look like? What about when somebody says, hey, can you just do all this for me? Like they don't want to really be involved in the process at all, just turn the keys over to you. I mean, where's the line there? Yeah, well, I mean, true confession, early in my career, I love when people just gave me all their information. I would create a plan for them and say, hey, here's your plan. Here's what you got to do. You know, you're off to the races. But the reality of it is, is the point that I was missing, and it was a critical point, was that, you know, you really need to co-create a plan with the actual client. The client has to have skin in the game. Uh, I mean, I can look at figures and income gaps and all that, but I don't know whether people are like, hey, I don't want an annuity in my portfolio or, um, you know, hey, taxes aren't important to me or, hey, my mom and dad passed away at a very young age and, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to live that long. Uh, You know, there's so many variables in a plan that you really need to co-create it with the person that you're doing the plan for. So I would say that um, when somebody says, can you just do it for me? Yeah, I can help you do it. But I want your skin in the game because when I make my recommendations, I want to make sure that, you know, they're going to be implemented because, you know, getting a plan done and having it on the shelf as opposed to getting it done and implementing it, it's like night and day. So, um, you know, can you just do it for me? Nah, I can't just do it for you. I'm going to have to do it with you. And it's going to take both of us, you know, pros and cons, debating the advantages and disadvantages of certain things to determine what's best for you. Well, there you have it. Some of the unreasonable requests that Charles faces, but also some of the analysis and uh, ways to put these things into the proper perspective. Again, if you have questions for Charles, want to talk a little bit more about how to plan properly for your financial future, for retirement, how to save money on taxes and be tax efficient in your plan. All those kinds of things, plus much more, incorporated all into your planning process by meeting with Charles and starting a discussion today. If you want to set up a time to visit or ask any simple questions that might be on your mind, reach out by calling 610-388-7705, 610-388-7705, or go online to cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com. Charles, appreciate the help, and we'll look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Thank you, Walter. Thank you. That's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time on Reengineering Your Finances. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.